so much for checking out this week's episode of the Disciples of Track podcast. I'm your host, Pastor Rob, joined, as always, by the one and only Patsy Prouty. Patsy, say what's up. Hello, people. Hello. And just a reminder <laughs> that we are here because we believe that God has called us to live a life that is fully devoted to Him. But here's the thing. We got to put in a little work. It's not just going to happen on its, or on its own. So we create these podcasts pretty much each and every week so that we can grow on the go. And we hope that we're growing with you wherever you're going. Whether you're working out in the gym, hanging out with the kiddos at home, uh, cooking in the kitchen, walking the dog, wherever it may be, we hope that we get to do it with you because we want to grow the community of people here that are committed to living a life that is fully devoted to Him. So just kind of recap real quick. We just wrapped up a little series, I yes, guess you did. could call it on a podcast. I don't know what it's called on a podcast, but I guess it's like a series yeah. um, on what it looks like to have untouchable faith. And we've been kind of walking through the book of Daniel over the past few weeks, and it's been really good. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. I love the feedback that we got from other people about it. Um, and it was, uh, it, was a good, it was a good time. But uh, with that, we're going to jump into a new kind of series of discussions over yeah. the next few weeks. Um, I don't remember what we said we we're going to call it, but that's okay. <laughs> but uh, so we're going to dive in. And I said before, we're going to try our best because we're a little bit late today to the game, to the podcast game. So we're going to try our best to keep this podcast 20 minutes or less, more on the less though. Okay, let's do All it. All right, let's, let's try do to do that. Let's so do I'm going to stop talking. Why don't you dive in? So today is one of the things that's very cool is this is a listener slash viewer request or suggestion. And we awesome. were always asking you guys for that. So we got a suggestion. And I think it's great. So today, as you, if you read the caption, if you're on Facebook, it's about life-changing moments. I just, I'm going to start with the story. So my daughter's, story what, my, my oldest daughter, Brittany's boyfriend, Vinny. Hi, Vinny. Love you. Vinny! Yay! What's up? <laughs> So he was over, you know, a couple months ago, telling us his story how he and his friend went to Dave and Buster's. So you know, two guys Dave in their twenties at Dave and Buster's having a very, very good That's time. Great. So they're goofing around, being silly, spending the whole day playing every game, and they're winning, winning, winning. You know, and you get eight gazillion tickets. And, but these are like grown men, you know, grown young men. And they get all the tickets, they exhaust all their cash, whatever, their time was up and it was time to go. And they're looking at each other going, what the heck are we gonna do with all these tickets? Like, what do we do? And they're like, I don't know, I don't know. They see this little kid coming towards them by himself, just kind of, you know, like, not lost in the crowd. I'm sure there were parents somewhere, but looking a little like, you know, like, I don't have a friend. I don't know, there's no one I'm hanging out with today. And these two grown guys just look at each other. They know exactly what they're gonna do. They walk up to him, they're like, hey kid. And they hand him all the tickets. Like just and Vinny's, if you could have seen Vinny's face when he was telling the story, he's like, this kid's face lit up like like we just handed him a million dollars. And I said, but to a little kid at Dave and Buster's, when you yeah. hand him all those tickets, you, you could did almost hand get an eraser. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you handed him like the greatest thing in the world. And that story in my kitchen sparked a conversation. And the conversation was about life-changing moments. Cause I said to Vinny, that little kid is going to tell that story for the rest of his totally. life. He is going to be like an old man going, you know, I was in David Buster's once when I was a little kid and these two men gave me these tickets. You know, it's yeah. just going to be the story that follows his life because it's really a life-changing sure. moment. And we just started having this incredible discussion about, you know, think back to when you were a kid or when you were a teenager, or young adult, or, you know, like me, middle-aged. <laughs> what, were the, what are those little things that you thought had no impact, yeah. whether it happened to you or you did it for somebody else? and how it changed the course of your life. So I guess I'll throw the question out to you. I don't know if you can think of one or not, but something along those lines of what happened to this little kid. Um, 
I yeah, I don't have one off the top of my head of of something in in my life, but I have one. I I don't know if I've shared this story on the podcast before, but uh, so sorry if I'm on repeats. Um, I don't have that many stories, so um, <laughs> we need to get Rob a better life. <laughs> but uh, please do. Um, but yeah, so if you don't know, I have two young kids. I have a nine year old and a seven year old, and we like to go on vacation to this little place in. Uh, Lancaster or Lancaster, I think is how the the, really? the locals Link. call it. Say it again. Um, Link. Lancaster. Um, I wish I could be a local there; it'd be so cool. But that's like our little happy place. Oh, uh, you anyway, would, you would fit in. I, think. I know you're right? going for the whole look. I know. Um, but anyway, we were there a couple of years ago, and it's like on any vacation, like certain people have certain things. Like we're either gonna sit at the pool and do nothing for a week, or yeah. we're gonna schedule out like right. every minute of every day. So my wife and I try to kind of fall in the middle of that. Like Good. we'll have some plans and then some unscheduled, whatever. And so this was gonna be one of those days that. Uh, was going to be, okay, we have our plan. This is what we're going to do. So we went to eat breakfast. We were coming back from breakfast, and we were like, okay, we have to get going. Like, this is this is the day that we're doing X, Y, and Z. And at the place where we stay, there's a, a tennis court. Now, my kids mm-hmm. are seven and nine. We've never played tennis a day in our life. <laughs> um, but Well, I used to play a little bit for fun, but they've never played. So there was this tennis court, and somebody had left tennis rackets out, like the hotel's like tennis oh, nice. rackets. okay. And so my wife is like, hey, I just got to run inside real quick and grab something, but then we're going to go. And I'm like, okay, cool. I'll keep the kids outside so that it doesn't take four hours to get back out here, right? right? And so she runs inside, and my kids see the tennis rackets, and they're like, let's go play tennis. And I'm like, we've never played tennis ever. (laughs) This is a disaster. (laughs) But I'm like, okay, what the heck? So, So we go to play, and they pick up the rackets, and... They had the time of their lives. Oh, cute. And it was one of those, again, it was one of those moments that, like, I'm watching this, and I'm like, this is where we need to be right now. Yeah. Like, nothing else matters than right here, what's happening right now. So my wife came out, and she looked, and she was like, tennis, really? Like, that's interesting. We don't play tennis. (laughs) And I just, I said to her, I'm like, everything needs to stop. This is this is what we're doing. And we Aww. ended up playing tennis for like four hours. Oh, that that's day. so cute. Like, I love and it. And it was just, not, and it was terrible. Like yeah, horrible, but, fun, te- right? but they were like those deep, like belly laughs. Right. And like, and that was one of those moments, like you were saying to that kid, like my kids still say, remember that time we played tennis yep. when we were in Pennsylvania? Yep. And like, we went and we got back and we went and got tennis rackets. And now like sometimes we'll go play tennis down at the tennis courts in town. Isn't but it so was cute? one of those moments that it was like, completely unplanned it was like i'm just trying to kill time and it ended up being one of those moments that as our family we're gonna look back at now and be like oh my gosh i'm never gonna forget that time isn't that so cool so we don't you don't realize it maybe and that's maybe what we want to address today is is be in that moment and realize this could be a moment that that changes the course of your life and something whether it's changing your attitude whether it's changing your interests whatever it is it can change the course of your life and it doesn't have to be the million dollar thing it just has to be that little thing that you take note of when my kids were little we were like you know like you said always busy who's going to school who had after school things who had sports who had whatever always 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 busy so in the morning it was like here here's a granola bar here here's a banana here's whatever here here's no breakfast just go to school so sorry I didn't always (laughs) feed my kids breakfast. I didn't I didn't always feed them breakfast sorry but Saturday morning we won't be doing any series on parenting Saturday (laughs) my kids turn out good they're good people (laughs) Saturday mornings we did 
we called it big breakfast. And it was like, I made, we had pancakes, we had scrambled eggs, we had like whatever they wanted, bacon, sausage, whatever they wanted. And like you said, they still to this day go remember Saturday mornings. Mm. So it's those little things. It wasn't like some big expensive thing. It was just the time and investing. But I wanted to, so so now of course our podcast is, we're trying to link this to faith-wise, you know, and and we're becoming disciples of Jesus Christ. We're following him every day. What does this mean? So like I shared with you in our in our pre-show meeting. The walk up the stairs. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I have personally been studying the gospel of Mark in my personal life. That's what I'm reading right now. And I'm thinking about the miracles that Jesus did along the way. And, you know, they were just these little moments in somebody's life. You know, it's all of a sudden we have this little snapshot of, you know, a, a, a couple of minutes of somebody's life and when they met Jesus and what he did. Mm. So one that I was thinking about is one of the blind people that he cured. So, you know, he reaches down, he spits in the mud, he puts dirt on their face, just saying, please don't do that to anybody. No. It Especially it today with the, it uh, would not fly the, same the old way Corona going around. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, we're in a very viral state Woo. in more than ways than one right yes. now. So no touching, but just listen of the story so he puts it on the eyes and opens the eyes of the blind man changes his life forever Mm -hmm. so we have this little snippet of time and i read that as a follower and i'm like okay but like i can't erase someone's blindness like i can't step into somebody's life and give them their sight but then i started thinking about it because i am a disciple of jesus and i thought but wait a minute but I can open somebody's eyes. I can use a moment to open someone's eyes. Maybe that person is having a lousy day and they're feeling really unloved. How can I open their eyes that there's still love? I can be like, hey, it's, you know, it's great to see you today or you know, love the way that that shirt looks on you today, Rob, or whatever it is. So we want to take advantage of those moments. So let's mm. kind of, since we're doing a quickie today, let's try to go through a list of you know, what are the ways that we can live to, to cause that impact in a moment. Sure. Well, I think for me, just right off the top of my head, and there goes the video. Sorry if you're watching on Facebook. There it is. We just, went, we just, went, um, we just went to dark. But uh, <laughs> I think off the top of my head, if I'm like, okay, how do I, how do I recognize those moments? Like, how yeah. do I capitalize on them? The first thing I would say is you have to be present in the moment that you're in. Yep. You, you say that you a know? lot. Like, I love that that's a philosophy of life for you. You, you, Do I say you that say, a lot? No, you I don't say that I don't that have phrase. a whole lot going on. You, so. don't fr- you don't say that phrase a lot. I don't mean that. I mean, it's your philosophy, and I love that. I really do. I'm like, very, very bad about at being it, in the moment. Like, it's something that I, I, my wife, I can't take credit for it. It's my wife that is like, you have to be more present. Um, because Jen. I'm, Go I'm Jen. I, she's very good. Um, I'd be lost without her. Um, but uh, I think, I think that's something that I have to work on because I tend to think like an hour, two hours, 10 months, 10 years down the road. Right. Like, that's just the way my brain works. Like, I'm always thinking about, okay, what's coming next? Or like, okay, what do we have to do next? Or how do we prepare for what may come next? You know? And one of the the dangers of that or the tension to manage with that is that I'm not very present in the moment that I'm in. So, like, I really have to force myself to be present in that moment. And so sometimes I'll just have to, as much as it kills me, like, put the phone somewhere else. Yeah. Even like throw it away. Even for if no it's time. And, and people are like, oh, we'll just turn off social media. Like it's not social media. Like for people that have a brain that thinks more in advance, you're always trying to capture things yep. because you don't want to forget. So even if I'm just like 
updating the shopping list or, oh, I don't want to forget this note. Like if this happens down the road in church, I want to make sure I'm prepared. So let me be thinking about this right. or, or let me help our team with this or whatever it may be. So it's not even just that you're like, oh, well, just stop scrolling on Instagram. Like, no, it's not even that. It's just right. that's the way somebody's some people's brain <laughs> thinks. And so I sometimes have to just put that aside and trust like, OK, God, I'm going to trust that you'll help me remember that when I can. So I'm going to be present in this moment right now. And I'm going to choose to be present in this moment. And that being present in the moment has an impact on you and has an impact on someone else. There's a great commercial that I don't even know if it's still airing. And I forget. I feel bad. I forget what it was about. But I remember the content. I think it's it's an insurance company or something. And they see someone doing a good deed. Like someone holds the door. So you see the person that's holding the door for someone else. But someone else sees them holding the door. Then they're doing a good deed. And someone sees them doing a good deed. And it becomes becomes this contagious thing. So one day I was walking out of um, ShopRite or a local ShopRite. This is like a couple years ago. But I'm sure I have something more current. But I... I didn't realize the impact that I had. And I see an older person walking in who's kind of struggling to walk and looking like a little bit lost and they had no one with them, both shoelaces untied. It's pouring rain. And all I'm thinking is in that moment, like, oh my gosh, she's going to trip. I just don't want her to trip. So I go over, put my cart to the side. I kneel down in front of her and she looks at me like I'm crazy. (laughs) She's like, what are you doing? And I said, your shoes are untied. I just wanted to tie your shoes. Because she looked like, you know, her physical condition, like she wouldn't have been able to bend down and tie Mm -hmm. her shoes. So we tied her shoes and she was so sweet and she said, thank you so much. But it wasn't so much about me and her in that moment. It was about someone else who saw me. And do you know what they said to me? That day they said, I had lost all faith in humanity today, but I watched you tie her shoes. Thank you so much. Oh, I'm going to cry. Yeah. And you just don't realize the moment. And it wasn't doing it for accolades. I honestly thought, you know, I'm a mom. So I thought like, oh, the shoes are untied. I have to tie shoes. Yep. That's my thing. Yep. But who knew that I was going to impact someone else? I don't know what went on in their life that day. But they said like, you know, I had lost all faith in humanity today until I saw you tie her shoes. Mm. You know, so person, if you're still out there, you know, thank God for telling me wow. so that I still have the courage to help someone tie to their tie shoes. shoes. You know, make a list today, guys. Like, just think about what are the good little things that I can do to impact somebody else? Or what did someone else, the little thing that someone else did for me that I can thank them for? Yeah. You know, there's so many things out there that you could that have happened to you that changed the course of your life, whether it was in your childhood. When I was a little kid, we went, we lived in Ridgewood when we were really young, and we had to take a swimming test at this place called Graydon Pool. It's oh, still there today. Yeah, totally. No Graydon Pool. Absolutely. It's like a man-made lake, but so cool, so many fun memories. And everyone's doing the swimming test, but it was like um it was kind of like, you know, like a little mini, you know, obstacle course, I guess. And you had to run. And I'm like the littlest kid and shockingly not the most athletic person on the face of the earth. No, I don't so, believe it. So I'm like bringing up the rear as I'm trying to run around <laughs> in the sand and everything. And one of the lifeguards, a girl came, scooped me up in her arms and just like ran me through, you know, and wow. got me through to the front of the course. But that's a life-changing moment for me because I realized first someone was watching and knew that I was falling behind. Mm. There's always somebody stronger that's willing to come along and help you out. And and, and I thought, I want to be that person. I want to be like that girl lifeguard that scooped me up in her arms and helped me. So those little tiny things can change somebody's life. And that's exactly what Jesus wants us to do. That's what he did. Yep. Constantly in the in the Gospel of Mark, do you know that it says, and then Jesus came to an area, and as was his custom, he started teaching people. It wasn't like he had a sermon prepared, and it was a big formal thing, and there was sound effect. It was just people came around, and he was always ready to like sure. 
offer some wisdom. I don't know what he always taught them about, but he was just teaching them, teaching them about life. Exactly. You know, be ready to do that. Yeah. Well, there's a verse, always be prepared to give a reason. Yeah. You know, I think that's something that that people don't really wrap their minds around a lot um, because I don't think people understand how many things in our lives will make us unprepared Mm -hmm. to give a reason. So if we're not looking like someone something that someone would want to learn from or even look like or listen to, then you're unprepared. Right. Right. Like it doesn't always mean, I think sometimes we look at that verse of always be prepared to give a reason for the hope that you have. And we think, okay, I always need to be ready to to defend the person that's going to tell me Jesus isn't real. Right. Exactly. Like I got to be ready for a fight. I got to be a lawyer and I'm ready for a fight. Whereas really you're going to be unprepared if you're not living the way that Jesus lived. Right. Because now nobody wants to look like you. Who cares? They're not even going to ask you. Right. Why you're, because you don't look any different or you're not doing anything different than, than the person that hurt them last week when they did whatever at their job you know Mm -hmm. what i mean so that's also being prepared it's being able to look and live like jesus did Mm -hmm. so that people will look and say wait a minute why are you acting this way why did you stop in the rain and tie those shoes you know why did you stop everything that you were doing or whatever it is you have to be genuine you have to be true to yourself like current events right now if you're watching us today and you know maybe this will be on years from now there's a you know a horrible virus that's going around the globe and people are paralyzed by fear and i was having a conversation with someone who you know we were going through all the ifs ands or buts and she was truly 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 she's paralyzed by fear and I just said to her in the course of conversation, she's not, doesn't have the same faith as me at all. We are completely two different faiths. And I said, hey, you know, so-and-so, we can still pray. And that's what it means to be ready because, that's and right. that, when I tell you, that was a conversation changer. She started to cry and she goes, you're right, I, I can pray. I said, yes, you can. And God is bigger than this, than this virus. And that doesn't mean that there's a magical switch that God's going to turn it off today. Mm-hmm. But... I was like, you don't have to live in fear with nothing to catch you. You can fall into the hands of God and you can just say, help to calm my fears about this. Maybe you're watching today and your fear is the virus or it's something else. Pray. Just talk to God about it. If you don't know how to do it, it's easy. Just just talk. Just say, God, please help me with whatever my situation is. And that's being genuine, giving that kind of advice. That's the kind of advice I think that Jesus gave when those moments where we don't know what he was teaching. I think he just said, hey, talk to God and be ready to tell people. If you say you believe something, it must show up in your life organically and genuinely. If you always have to plan it out, like, please don't start looking for people to tie their shoes Mm -hmm. because that's just weird. Like, that Mm -hmm. was an organic thing that happened. Yeah. I responded genuinely, but you have that in your life. We all do. Just live genuinely. That's the best way to share your faith with someone else. Yeah. And speaking, are we out of time? I think that's it. We're at twenty minutes anyway, and that that was good. That was (laughs) the way to end it. So hey, uh, we're gonna end it right there. Number one, because the video stopped on Facebook anyway, so it's oh, not so like you can, can only hear us. us. You can't see us. Uh, I don't even know if they can see us. I don't think they can. But okay. uh, we okay. are going to repost this video on our Facebook page at Powerhouse. Cool. So uh, go check it out if you would like to see our wonderful faces. Um, otherwise, check us out on iTunes and uh, Spotify, SoundCloud, that whole thing, because um, you'll be able to catch this episode probably later on today. At I the think time they can still recording. see it. I'm looking at the page. I don't know if you okay. can see it. If you're watching, Great. just 
Shoot us a quick message Great. if you saw the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, totally. But hey, if this was something that was beneficial to you, we'd love to hear about it. So do us a favor. Leave us a comment uh, in the uh, comments below or send us an email. You can email us at discipleshiptrack at powerhousecc.org. Uh, but we want to hear from you. We want to hear if there's something that we can clarify, uh, something that we can talk about in a future episode, or just we want to hear what you think about the podcast. Uh, we That'll wanna, be life-changing for us. It'll be a life-changing <laughs> moment. <laughs> we need that, that for a second. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, please interact with us. We want to hear from you. Um, and if this is something that you're benefiting from or that you're enjoying, would you do us another favor and just spread the word, share the videos <laughs> when they show up, um, <laughs> spread the, or share the podcast, leave us a review, a rating, all those kind of things on iTunes. They really do make a big difference yeah. uh, and really do help us uh, spread the word and grow the community. So with that, I'm going to wrap it up there. And I hope everyone has a great week and we can't wait to catch you next time That's on right. the Disciples of Track podcast. Thanks guys.